Hey, Joe. Sounds like an Indian war party out there by the barn. That's not a war party. It's a crowd of settlers with torches. Hey, Paul, better get a rifle. Huh? Well, not so fast, boss. Let me have a look. Well, Merry Christmas, neighbors. Merry Christmas! Holiday. Buckaroo. Holiday. Christmas. This is the part of Christmas I enjoy best of all. Oh, it means a lot to hear you say that, Ben Cartwright. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to you and everybody on the Ponderosa. And Merry Christmas to you, listener. This is our third Buckaroo Holiday Christmas special. Amazing, huh? Third one. Looking forward to it? I am. What's it going to be like? You know, the usual. I'll play some Christmas songs, but I'm not going to overload it. I'm not going to shove it down your throat. I'm not like that. I'm not that kind of guy. play a lot of uh, songs that have nothing whatsoever to do with Christmas, too. Yeah. Because, you know, I like to keep everybody in mind. I like to I like to uh, attend to the needs of my entire constituency. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that? You hear that yapping? There's this little dog that lives with us. It's not my dog. It's not even our dog. It's... It's a dog that we've we've acquired, <laughs> and it's it seems to be here permanently, and uh, it's a Shih Tzu, and uh, it barks incessantly all day, every day. I'm not going to take a uh, say a, a large heavy frying pan and smash the Shih Tzu. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to just endure it with a smile, and. Uh, Embrace the holiday spirit of peace and goodwill. This is going out to all people on the Podbean. It's my gift to the world. Big deal, right? Well, it's something. I could uh, just stick it on the, the Patreon, you know, and be like that about it, but I'm not. I'm being, um, you know, being good, for goodness sake. So, through the course of the show, I may share some holiday anecdotes and memories. We'll see how it goes, but please consider it my uh, Christmas card to you. I love y'all. I really do appreciate your listening. Some of you recently enjoyed the Charles Ives tutorial special <laughs> on the Patreon. So today we'll start with his version of Adeste Fidelis, followed by an oblique reference to the shepherds watching their flocks by night. And I'll use Kate Bush to get that across. And she'll be followed hot and heavy by the Cordettes, those Mr. Sandman hitmakers, which had nothing to do with the Covington kids. It was way before that, so relax. I know, some people get all oofty and whatnot. No, the Cordettes, they just seem to specialize in songs about sleep and dreaming. I don't know why. Everybody's got a thing, as Stevie Wonder said. We'll also hear one of the wonderful carols by Alfred Burt, which we've talked about last year. So you can check back if you want to hear that spiel. But we're going to hear Some Children See Him, which is a beautiful idea of how children all over the world of all races have their own visions of Jesus and I would imagine Santa as well. So it's a very touching song. But I hear Ives coming in already so I better shut up. 
Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, welcome to Buckaroo Holiday. Oh, the breath is warm. 
The snow lay on the ground. That's a nice little melody. I heard it a lot when I was a kid. I went to Holy Name School in Brooklyn, which was part of Holy Name Church in Brooklyn, in Windsor Terrace. And that was frequently sung at Mass and uh, at various Christmas events. And it does stir something nostalgic in me. Well, I'll tell you, it was wonderful uh, being a kid in Windsor Terrace during Christmas time. And in, in New York at Christmas time in those days, my mom would take me downtown Brooklyn often, sometimes to Manhattan to see the windows and all. But we'd do a lot of shopping trips down in downtown Brooklyn, A&S, and we'd see Santa at the store. You know, they had a whole area. You'd walk through these corridors with scenes of uh, Christmas glee, little audio animatronic type of things. And uh, it was really like entering some secret magical zone not like now where santa sits in the middle of the mall well he doesn't anymore right with COVID, it's you know i was very lucky it was a great time to be a kid what did you think of that alfred burt carol some children see him a lot of people have covered that song that was very popular song for him but of all those carols that he wrote i think the one that's become a real evergreen is caroling caroling it sounds like the kind of song that's been around forever but uh, nope nope Alfred Burt wrote it. And maybe we'll hear that too. How about an Alfred Burt double play? Let's go! But the version I'm going to play is by the Master Sounds from an album called Happy Holidays from Many Lands. That was from 1959. Master Sounds were a quartet, jazz musicians, led by the brothers Buddy Montgomery and Monk Montgomery, respectively a vibraphonist and a bassist. It's a nice album of mellow jazz, kind of in the Vince Guaraldi vein, if you like that Charlie Brown Christmas type of music. Really good. And you know, this, I just got, want to mention this too, because I was talking about going to A&S with my mom and Christmas in New York in those days. The thing is, when I hear songs, you know, Sinatra and Bing Crosby and all that stuff, I like that. I'd rather hear that than Mariah Carey, personally. But, you know, whatever. The thing about it is that the, this, the real sound of Christmas to me had more to do with budget LPs and the kind of like anonymous music you'd hear. You know, there were those TV specials that everybody loved, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But mostly it was this kind of um, faceless, generic Christmas music that filtered through the air that really brings back Christmas to me. And I'm thinking of doing a show of just, just for people who are really into Christmas, you know, maybe some like mostly music, not a lot of yapping, but a lot of that kind of stuff. And you can play it while you're wrapping presents or whatever the hell you're doing. You know, drinking Christmas Eve. God knows I'll be doing it. Um, let me know. You know, you people who are not on the Patreon, who just listen to this thing, feel free to send a message on Podbean and let me know if you want to hear that. Because if not, I'll maybe just put it on the Patreon. But if you actually want to hear it, I'll put it on here. I'm also thinking about doing another New Year's Eve party like I did last year. So people, let me know. I, I really do want to do what people dig and so I'll need to hear what people dig in order to like do it you know what I'm saying and then we'll get you know world peace but quickly let me tell you what else you're going to hear in this coming set after the master sounds you're going to hear a track I just heard for the first time last week it's called Pope is a Rock Star okay Pope is a Rock Star Sales is the name of the act. It's an indie duo from Florida, or was. I don't know if they're still playing. This is from a couple of years ago, I guess. I like it. You know, this is a kind of a thing. There's a, a million of things like this. It's kind of laid-back, boy-girl, reverby, home studio things, you know. Uh, 
God bless him. But there's a lot of these these kind of with this this kind of winsome girl singing and this said gentle guitar thing the guy's doing and you know what I'm saying. There's a lot of this. I guess they're usually couples, right? And like anything else, there are great ones and awful ones and uh, mediocre ones. You know, like like Jen Psaki would say, there's a whole range of them. This I think is a good one. My daughter was on that TikTok abomination and I uh, heard this little riff. I hear a lot of little things that way that come up as to what that was and she checked it out and it was this song. And you know, see what you think, I like it. Then we're gonna go back some for a song from Camembert Electrique by Gung. Then after that, uh, The Jam, The Jam. What a great band, I saw them back then and great band, great band. Anyhow, here's the master sounds, caroling, caroling.
Hey, what about that gong song, huh? Tried so hard to get there. I don't know. I really like it. To me, it's almost like a Sid Barrett kind of thing, taken a little further along. I hung out with David Allen one time for quite a while. Had a great conversation. And uh, what a guy. What a sweet guy. Not at all the space case people make him out to be. A really sharp guy. A really good-natured guy. A real delight. So I guess a couple more rocking numbers in there, you know, just get a little bit away from the holiday thing, just a bit. But this next set might feel a little more holiday-ish, even though it's not comprised of holiday music. Might have that feel. Sometimes things have that feel, you know what I mean? A couple of solo piano pieces in here and some classical stuff. But I'm looking to set a kind of a mood here for this set. It's going to start with a piece by somebody we've heard before, Ned Rorum. And this is from a set of pieces that he composed called uh, A Quiet Afternoon. This piece is titled A New Game. This was a bunch of pieces for students, for young people. And it's from an album collecting a lot of different composers' pieces for students, played by the pianist Sahan Arzruni. Really nice album, Orini. Then a piece we've heard before, just because I'm in the mood for it, I don't know if we heard this version or not, but it's uh, from Sir William Walton, the English composer, Touch Her Soft Lips and Part. And for some reason that just puts me in mind of Judy Sill. So we're going to hear another piece by her, Till Dreams Come True. Getting back to that dream theme from earlier, see? It's all, uh, you know how I do things. By accident. <laughs> Speaking of pieces for students, or etudes, studies, we have an album called Etudes by Andrew Horowitz. He's a member of my son's beloved band, Tally Hall. And there's a few of these albums that he did. I think there's three collections of his etudes. This one's an etude in fifths, and they're all studies in particular uh, harmonic relationships or rhythmic techniques or whatever, but they're short and very attractive pieces. I like this etude in fifths. Real nice stuff. And then I'm going to bring it to Bach, because anytime I hear Judy Sill, I think of Bach. Kindred spirits, I'd say. Kindred talents. Imagine me saying that. Judy Sill was just magnificent. You know, I, I, she had a rough life, and the circumstances of that life denied us a lot of great music. So a toast to Judy Sill. And to good old Johann Bach. Piece is a little long, a little long, but... It's Sheep May Safely Graze, which has become a kind of a Christmas song. This is from an album I've enjoyed for a long time called Ceremonial Music for Trumpet and Symphonic Organ, played respectively by Rolf Smedvig and Michael Murray. So this is a good, uh, this is a good set to relax. Relax. You know, you can pause this, pour yourself a glass of something nice, then come back, get comfortable, unpause it, and uh, off we go.
gonna change the pace a little bit here. And along with that, I wanna tell you about some artists who uh, maybe don't get their due. First is Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra. Kind of seen as second tier or third tier, past like Ellington and Basie and whatnot. They were an entertaining band, didn't have any real star soloists, and they did a lot of novelty numbers, and so they're dismissed. But I thought they were smooth and great. But the main thing here is the singer Dan Grissom. A lot of the jazz snobs call him Dan Grusom because they think he's kind of a lame crooner, commercial-type singer, not a real jazz artiste, you know, like Billie Holiday or something. Screw all that. You know, he actually was, uh, I think, a really good singer. And the style he developed into later on when he actually joined Ellington's band was very influential on singers like Johnny Mathis, who I'm sure a lot of jazz snobs also can't stand. Arthur Lee dug him, tell you that much. This tune by the River St. Marie, I think, is a good example of the band and the singer. I think there's some beautiful arranging behind the vocal section, and it's just a nice record. Another artist unfairly neglected by history is Una Mae Carlisle. Played a song by her in a previous show called Walking by the River. This is a late recording for her. As I mentioned on that show, she had a rare medical condition. I'm not going to get into it, but it uh, really screwed up her career and shortened her life. And towards the end of her life, she cut a bunch of sides like this one. Weird kind of a thing where she's going through some piano compositions that she did almost like a demo not sure why they were cut but it's an interesting thing three very distinct types of piano pieces here with her introducing them then I want you to hear something that's uh, pretty much brand new the artist is Nala Sinefro I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly Nala Sinefro S-I-N-E-P-H-R-O her album is called Space 1.8 and every cut on it is space, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you know. Instrumental stuff. She plays uh, harp and synthesizers. And so a lot of the music has this very spacey kind of thing. You might get echoes of uh, Dorothy Ashby or uh, Alice Coltrane in there. You might get echoes of John Coltrane in there in the more jazzy parts of it because she's augmented sometimes by various musicians, sax players, drummers, and things like that. But... It really splits the difference between this kind of combo jazz feel and this real spaced out ambient kind of thing. It's rich, it's, it's really great meditative kind of music. And the track that I've chosen here, I think is space number three, and it's less jazz, more spaced out kind of stuff. Just the mood I'm in. Then I got something totally different. Toby Arnold was a kind of a mogul in the world of production music and jingles. And of course, I love this kind of stuff. On one hand, it's kitsch, and on another hand, it's uh, got this familiar thing to it, you know. But the thing is, it's really well done stuff. I mean, you can't fault these singers. It might be cheesy to you, it might be uh, musically worthless to some people, but it's tight. It's really well done. And I respect it and enjoy it. So, this is an album of Christmas songs that they did as I think a uh, kind of a gift to their clients. So they'd send it to the radio stations who use their services. And mostly it's regular Christmas carols, but here's an original called The Warm Sounds of Christmas, which is the name of the album. But first, Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra with Dan Grissom. Ah. 
I left her by the river St. Marie We pledged our love until eternity Along the pebbled pathway from her door We kissed and then we kissed again And parted on the shore The Angelus rang out upon the sea I saw her kneel and say a prayer for me When winter's gone And spring comes on I'll meet her by the river St. Marie Hypnotized 
piano magic.
Speaking of vocal music, you know I'm going to touch on doo-wop. Yeah, I'm sorry. Some of you are going, oh, God, here we go. But, yeah, well, I want to play something I think is kind of special. Actually, first, there's another kind of special thing. It's a little holiday greeting recorded by Chicago doo-wop group, The Admirations. And that's very short. But then we're going to get to this thing that uh, I think is really cool. People think of doo-wop as late 50s music, but it really became uh, hugely popular in a kind of a second wave in the early 60s. And it lasted well into the middle of the decade as far as a thriving scene, and it never really died after that. It kept going on, but really it was, it was still a um, considerable commercial category 
until the Beatles came in and everything kind of changed for everybody. But what we're going to hear here is a late doo-wop era recording. This is 64. This is a group called the Dolphins singing in front of a band called the Driving Wind. They were on Fraternity Records out of Cincinnati. A year earlier, Fraternity had issued The Girl Next Door by the Citations, which is sublime. I've played it on the show before, a long time ago, one of the early shows. And it's just one of the great, great, great doo-wop records of all time. But this one here is kind of like it's edging into the soul era, and it straddles both in a way. I think it's just a great record. I don't want to go on without you. It was written for the Drifters, and they did a version of it, but I think this one tops the Drifters version, which is saying a lot. Then I want to change it up a little with a band I really love, the Stranglers. I know it's a little menacing for the season, but uh, we'll put a little lead in your pencil. Come on. And then we'll do a beautiful little piece by NRBQ. And I'm happy to say that the Patreon special about NRBQ turned a lot of people on to them. I was really happy about that. They're the best. One, two, one, two, three. Hi, we're the Admirations, and we would like to say to you, Hurricane, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. If you ever dreamed of a Christmas, let this be the Christmas you dreamed of. Surprise will come to you one day. Joy on Santa's sleigh. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Singing your face Never 
Ay, 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 you know, call it a novelty, but that little piece, it's about, you know what, like a little over a minute long, and there's more musicality in that little piece than a lot of bands have in their entire careers in RBQ. Coming up here now, we have a band from the early aughts from uh, Illinois. The band's called Headlights, like on a car, not headlights, like on a scalp. Anyway, this band uh, no longer exists, but this is from an album they did called Kill Them With Kindness. And it's more of this indie stuff, you know, these kids. You know, this is what the kids do. Or this is what the kids did <laughs> 17 years ago, I don't know. I heard somebody mention it, and I checked it out, and I kind of like it. They have some other stuff that I heard that I didn't like as much, but this is a good album. And then I want to do something that's kind of uh, a cult item. A, a Not a cult, like occult, like the, like the, the you know, the ghosts and the, the devil and all. A cult item, like, uh, you know... Uh, they they only have like a couple of fans, you know. You can have both. They can you can be both things like uh, pentagram, right? Would that be an occult cult band? A cult occult band? <laughs> anyway, this band is called T2, and it evolved out of a band called Please, which itself evolved out of a band called Neon Pearl. And so we're moving through psychedelia toward Prague with this group of guys from England. And they made this album in 1970 called It'll All Work Out in Boomland, which right now is, I think, pretty collectible. It goes for a lot of money. And it's pretty cool. It's like four tracks, and they're all pretty long. This is the shortest one, and it's pushing six minutes. The thing about it is it's that early time. There were these bands back then, like the Moody Blues and Procol Harum, and then King Crimson a little later, and that was the foundation of Prague, I guess. You know, you can talk about other earlier acts like uh, Clouds and all. But uh, the point I'm trying to make is that the um, sound wasn't so established yet. There was no real name for it. So these are essentially psychedelic bands who were just trying stuff out. And the thing about this track is, if you were to drop the needle in the later part of the record, you might think it was like a Philly Soul record from a couple of years later. It really goes into some unusual places. And... Like the gong record I played earlier, it was that early stage of prog that had a lot of punky elements to it. There was a lot of real... I mean, Hawkwind also had that, this very scrappy kind of raw feeling. It wasn't about virtuosity as much. It wasn't too slick, you know, and I, I dig it. The song is called JLT, so T2 with their song JLT. I don't know, you'd have to ask them, I, I don't know. But I think it's okay, A1 even. Then we got a beautiful little piece that's well known to certain, again, cultists, collectors of uh, international music, world music, whatever you want to call it. Artist is Jean Bosco Muenda. Muenda. He's Congolese. And Muenda was a guitar player and he composed this piece called Masanga, which is uh, very well known at this point and well loved. But again, if you don't follow that kind of music, you may have missed it. So here it is. And then for some reason, what popped into my head uh, after listening to Mwenga was the Crying Shames. <laughs> Another band from Illinois, 60s act. They did a song called Sunshine Psalm that I really dug. Well, I really dig, but I, I really dug it. And they played it for Jim Allen, and he told me, like, hey, that's a bird's tune. And they ripped off a bird's song. I'm not a fan of the birds. I, I don't really know a lot of their stuff because I, I just don't like them. I don't know. But I listened to the Birds tune, and sure enough, they, you know, Crying James had ripped it off. 
So, uh, I don't know, I'll probably play it at some point anyway, because I like it. But uh, instead of that, I'm going to play this one here, which is an original by the band, and I think does not rip off anybody, called Your Love. So there we are, jumping around the decades. And here's Owl Eyes by Headlights.
Ya tu jado vilen, 
Ende ya piti endi ya yetu ya buluo Ende ya mwambie baba bosko anakwenu Wendo mwambie mtoto yule ya bayeke Wende umambie mwenye singo ya upanga Wende umambie baba bosko wabayeke Sipona bwana tumba ni kama kinga ya sipona la pio Nani mvala mabaya Nani mvala jebula Nani mvala mabaya Bosco Wabayeke, when they woman be a Ule Mupika was in the when they woman be a and they are Kalale Quabo.
tears of joy I'll never find another love like yours for me And shames. You know, I was talking before about uh, the variety shows thing, and that was another big part of uh, holiday season when I was a kid. You know, you had the Rankin and Bass type holiday shows, and you had the uh, cheesy kind of Andy Williams, uh, Bing Crosby type of things, you know, and then later the uh, Sonny and Cher and all that kind of jazz, and then um, stuff like the Gold Diggers. The Gold Diggers. This was a group of singers, like a choir of women, that were on the Dean Martin show. And if the gold diggers doesn't sound like insulting enough, sexist enough, they also had a break-off group of like a quartet called the Dingling Sisters. Dig that. <laughs> so the gold diggers cut an album in 1969 called We Need a Little Christmas. Here's a track from that. And it's a song, I guess, written for them, If You Can Sing a Happy Song for Christmas. Then we're going to give us just a little break. We're going to hear an English composer named Ruth Gipps. This is a part of her seascape for 10 instruments. It's necessary because then we're going to get into some stuff that's um, a kind of dorky kind of thing. You know, we're edging into Groovy Square, I guess, with a lot of this stuff. Bergen White. And he did this record for women only in the late 60s, early 70s, somewhere in that groovy square cusp. And he was an arranger in Nashville. And I don't really know anything about why this album was made in the first place. I have no idea, really. Really kind of cool. It's like a sunshine pop, easy listening hybrid sort of thing. And um, I don't know, I'm going to play a track from it. I hope you like it. And then that's segued into a thing by Mason Williams, who was... uh, one of the writers and performers on the Smothers Brothers show. Talk about Groovy Square. He does this thing, Baroque Anova, which was his follow-up to a huge hit that he had called 
classical gas that you, even if you don't know the name, you know the tune, I guarantee it. And it's more of the same. It's uh, sort of classic tinged pop, easy listening, whatever. Anyway, before the gold diggers kick it off, we're going to hear a version of the song O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And it doesn't have that weird rhythmic hiccup that uh, most versions have, which I think is the right way to do it. But when we sang it in church, it sounded like this thing you're about to hear. And I just love this song. I think I played an instrumental version on a previous Christmas show. But this is the song as I remember it without the weird rhythmic hiccup. And this is from an old set of 78s on Columbia Records called Music Through the Ages. Kind of an educational thing. Gets all over the place. And this is the example of Christmas music. Not sure who's performing it. Kind of made for classroom use. And one of the things I really like about it is uh, that very plain approach. No fancy performance crap, you know, it's just, uh, it, it sounds like something made for classroom use. And I go for that kind of thing. Here we go. Peoples in 
I'd just like to personally applaud you for making it through that set, especially the Gold Diggers number. Man, oh man. You know, it's, uh, it's called Buckaroo Holiday, but it ain't no picnic. It ain't no vacation. It's work. It's hard work sometimes. And uh, you rose to the task. And I say, bravo. And you also made it to just about the end of the show. We're coming up to our last proper set. And then I'll do another spielish thing. And then we'll uh, do a, like a capper or a coda, you know, or a tag, you know. And then we're done. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to try to do the uh, Christmas songs show for the Patreon. And I think a lot of the spieling I didn't do on this show, I might do there anyway, you know. Uh, not so much the uh, eclecticism of the regular show, but, you know, strictly Christmas. And I'll, I'll do some Christmas-type uh, reminiscence and yammering, you know. And it'll be like an hour long, and then we'll get, you know, world peace. But New Year's Eve thing, we'll see. You gotta let me know. Let me know if you want this. In the meantime, I lift my buckaroo to y'all. Of course. And tell you about what you're gonna hear. I want to play something by the DePower Chorus, because I love them so. And, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for these minor key Christmas songs. So, you know, the Carol of the Bells, always a big one with me. This is a pretty short take on the Carol of the Bells by the DePower Chorus. Then I'm going to play something uh, non-Christmas-ish. Windflowers. This is a song from the show The Golden Apple. Music by Jerome Moras and lyrics by John Latouche. An Americana adaptation of the Iliad. It was on Broadway in the early 50s and it kind of flopped, but it's beloved by Broadway fanatics. And I'm not a Broadway fanatic, so I didn't know anything about the show until I got a uh, DVD some years back. It was uh, episodes of a TV show called Camera 3 on CBS. It was like an omnibus show, and one of the things they did was uh, little stagings, very simple stagings of musicals that had gone under. And I was really knocked out by the music of this thing, so... Uh, it's possible that I played something from The Golden Apple before, but it wouldn't have been this version because I uh, only recently got this. This is from an album called Windflowers, the songs of Jerome Moros. Moros? <laughs> why, why so down, Jerome? Performed by Alice Ripley. Anyway. And then just, I don't know, in keeping with this show's weird tendency for uh, semi-recent indie stuff. <laughs> this is not really indie, it's a big record. It's the Arctic Monkeys. And I don't really know a lot of their music, but I do like what I've heard. It's kind of like, you know, I, I hit a wall as far as keeping up with new music. And I like to hear new things that catch my ear, but I don't really pursue it anymore. So there's a lot of bands that people made a big deal about that I just have no clue. Arctic Monkeys, every time I hear a bit, I go, huh, yeah, that was good. And when is this from? Maybe 20 years ago at this point. I don't know. Maybe less. I don't know. Album called Favorite Worst Nightmare. Song's called 505. But first, the DePower Chorus. Christmas is 
honky tonk, that is the song. We joyful ring, all caroling. One seems to hear words of the cheer from everywhere, filling the air. Oh, how they come raising the sound, oh, here they are telling the tale. Give me the ring, my people sing songs of the cheer. Christmas is here, ding dong, ding dong, that is the song. We joyful ring, all caroling. No. 
Not bad, right? I know. 
I can't figure why this episode is full of so many of these, uh, I don't know, post-2000 stuff. I, I Go figure. Yeah, people these days really do love compression, don't they? Everything's sort of like even Steven. Kind of strange to my ears, but yeah. Anyway, I am looking forward to doing the U-log kind of show <laughs> on the Patreon. Doing all these um, familiar and unfamiliar Christmas carols, straight up Christmas carols for people who want to hear that kind of thing. And maybe a little more relaxation on the spiels. I wanted to get everything in today, so I didn't get into a lot of yakking. Maybe, maybe I did. I don't feel like I did, but anyhow, thank you for listening. And thank you for listening through the whole year. I hope if you celebrate Christmas that it's wonderful. And if you don't, whatever it is you do celebrate or whatever it is you do, I hope that's wonderful. Maybe we'll see you on the New Year's show if I do that. You know, it does help when I get uh, support and commentary, which I'm not begging you for it, but I just want to let you know it does have an influence. I mean, of course it does. You want to hear what people think. I'm not saying support like money. I'm talking support just like, dude, that was cool. Thank you, man. Well, how about you do this thing I like, which is called blah, blah, blah. Maybe I'll post the other show here if I get anybody asking for it. If you are new listeners, and there are some, I've been noticing some, if there are new listeners who are interested in the Patreon thing, uh, for like, you know, a couple of bucks a month, five dollars a month, you, you join the Patreon. I'm sending part of the money every month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, and that's in memory of my nephew Pete. And I've also been sending some of the money every month to the St. Jude Hospital for Children. They do good work. And we do a lot of special shows there that are not here. In fact, most of the shows... What else can I say? Things are just as scary as they were last year, right? For most people, I'm actually not that scared. I'm kind of disgusted, but I'm not really scared. Um, just got to do what we got to do, right? And uh, I hope somehow something good happens for everybody. Collectively and individually, especially individually. It means a lot to me that you listen. I hope you consider it time well spent. A very Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year to all of you. And I'm going to close it tonight with two things which are both Christmas songs and are both kind of old school. We have a school choir from the Philippines going back to the 50s doing a Christmas concert. And then we have a vocal ensemble called the Men About Town from, I guess, the 1930s, maybe the 40s, doing a 78 of Christmas carols. And this is just one little snippet from that. I hope you get everything you wish for. Peace on Earth, Goodwill to Men from Buckaroo Holiday. Open sleigh, for the fields we go, laughing over.
Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas, one and all. Lift our voices to the sky, as we did in days gone by. Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, 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 Merry Christmas, all. Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas, one.